Do you have trouble with communication? Would you say is one of the most challenging things trying to download your brain dump into somebody else's brain cavity? <laughs> well, you're brain involved. hole. Because <laughs> today's episode, we're going to be talking about why is communication so difficult. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? You know, Danny, I would say that you are actually a pretty good communicator. Really? Really? Well, thank you. You struck me as someone who's good at communicating. Well, that's nice to hear. I mean, I Uh think, I mean, I feel like I'm good at, okay, I should say, I feel like I'm okay at communicating with people and I don't really fear communication, so it doesn't bother me talking to people, but I wish I was better at it in terms of, like, communicating, like, you know, how I feel and talking to people and stuff like that, too, because I feel like there's still things that are still hard to talk about for everybody, you know? Mm. But it's funny because I do see, like, I don't know. I've been noticing it more and more. And I don't know if it's just people I've been around stuff, but like this anxiety about communicating with others, about talking and just in general, like how many problems can you think of even in your own life where like once you communicated something, it was solved or addressed immediately, but you carried it with you for weeks or months or years, you know, because mm-hmm. you were afraid to talk about it. And it's like, then you broach the subject and it's like, ah. Oh, Okay, we can solve that or we can fix it or whatever, right? Or it's over with. You're done. Yep. Or you and you think you can read somebody's mind and predict what they're thinking and you don't need to have a conversation about it. I do that all the time. You know, it's funny. One of the things I think that I always struck with me was like I remember in uh undergrad reading when I first started reading the existentialists and like their belief that like, you know, in authenticity obviously, but also in the belief that, you know, there's no objective truths only subjective truths, and that we can't really bridge the gap between one line and another, right? So, like, you know, even if you think about it, like, we use, every time we communicate, we subsume our identity under universal concepts, language, right, in order to convey stuff. So, like, when you say, like, I love you to somebody or something like that, they don't know what all the crap going on in your head that motivated that statement, what it really means to you. All they can mm-hmm. do is take that concept and interpret it as best they can. So there's always like this gap. And I always found that really interesting because to me, it seems like that's pretty accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing. Like the word I love you or something like that to one person that means like, oh, they they want to live happily ever after with yeah. me. That's awesome. To the other person, it just means like, I want to have sex with you. Like, that's it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah like I'm attracted to you or something or like, you know, yeah, whatever. And like, it is funny. I don't know. It's very interesting. Or like, you know, I know I've had this experience, I'm sure other people have, especially when I was younger, like where people like you question whether like, you know, you're in a relationship, you question whether the other person loves you. But like, if you really thought about like, if you're jealous or something, right, it can cloud your mind and you lose that like ability to see like what's really in front of you. It's interesting. Totally. Yeah. So if communications are so important, why are they so challenging? I don't know. I feel like we've been... <laughs> this is the other thing I was thinking about. Like, we've been doing this for so long, right, society, and yet we haven't gotten any better at it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's, granted, there's more people than ever, but, like, it's just funny, like, all these problems come up and we're so bad at just communicating and expressing mm-hmm. the why or the reasons for something and being able to, like, listen to other people because we're so quick to believe that we have the right answer, that nobody else is right. I mean, I'm thinking broadly, like, you know, think of politics, like, you know, the 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 uh dualism there like with both parties and like not listening to each other at all right and like it's like we speak past each other rather than and maybe that's it maybe we don't listen maybe like we don't participate enough as on the opposite side of that communication thing i'm terrible at yeah, communicating today definitely 
Well, you know, communication, a lot of times, so I'm, I'm listening to this book, Think Again, and it just pisses me off because it's basically like a whole big book on communication techniques. It's just like, yeah, duh. So anyways, uh, but it's, funny. Part- it's so commonsensical, right? Like so much yeah. of it. It's like it's like listen to what they're saying, reflect back to them what they've said, and don't be confrontational. It's like, come on. So, anyways, uh, but what they what they didn't really say is like, I guess they were kind of hinting at it, but not very not very much. Is validation? That's book two. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know. So, like, validation is so much more important than like reflective listening because reflective listening is like yeah i just said that like no duh but like validation you connect with the person's feeling how they're feeling it and then they felt heard because that's pretty much all that people want in communication no i think i think validation is huge and like i don't know i was thinking about myself like what in times where i really struggle with communication like i notice a lot of times when i think reflect back and that might be memory you know maybe a little off but like it's like i'm afraid of something not necessarily it's not usually the communication part although that gets like magnified that fear gets magnified because of the other consequence and a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's afraid of like some i'm imagining something's going to happen because i say this thing and like you know Mm -hmm. a relationship's going to break up i'll lose my job you know whatever right whatever it is um and so then i'm like terrified of bridging the subject with the person which then makes it worse because usually people can tell something's wrong we communicate more than just verbally obviously you know Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because I feel like that is a lot of it. Like we're we're terrified of something kind of adjacent to whatever the issue is. And then we imagine and make it worse rather mm-hmm. than like reflecting on what can I do? How can I address this now before it gets worse or before it like, you know, because some things are like seeds that just build on us and grow and become like toxic over time. But that's the, that's the crazy thing. I'm glad you said that because it's like af- afraid that you're not going to get your needs met. Now, like, and a lot of this comes from childhood when we couldn't meet our own needs. And so if our needs didn't get met, that could have been a traumatic experience. But now we're all grown adults. And if we can ask correctly, we can get our needs met. And uh, but it's still it's the same trappings of communication. Like I had an experience recently where when you said afraid of getting your needs met, this is exactly what it was, where I was there was there was basically like a big elephant in the room. And I knew I needed to just breach that subject, but I was afraid of doing that because if I, I felt that if I did, I wouldn't get my needs met. And yeah. And it's funny because like, I find at least personally, like, I don't know, you probably had like, how many times has it actually happened where you said the thing and the consequence happened that you were afraid of? Like for me, really? zero. Yeah. yeah. Like even when I was afraid, like, you know, a relationship would end or something like nine times out of 10, it actually helped because you address the issue finally and get out in the open. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I know, like, I know in one instance in my past, like, a relationship did need to end. And I was kind of afraid of it because there was part of me that didn't want that to lose. But then when I finally burst, I felt better, right? It's like Mm -hmm. we carry this weight of all these things in our minds and, like, it feels so good to get rid of them, yet we are so slow at addressing it. So weird. It's kind of like we want control a lot. And control of, like, stuff (laughs) is not in our control. And we don't want things same... to change, right? Like, yeah. I guess that's also part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want I want these relationships to turn out exactly how I want them to turn out. Like, and so, yeah, yeah. it's the same type of thing. And uh, just learning to recognize 
Like I told you, I think last week I've been reading through Massimo's book, the the Field Guide to the Happy Life, and yeah, so I read like an excerpt every day, and it's been a pretty good like way to wake up with a little stoic remembrance every day, because it's just a every you know like every day I'm doing the same dumb stuff. I'm trying to control stuff that's outside of my yeah control. You know, it's funny that whole thing of the dichotomy control is like I mean that's why they one spend so much time on it, and two like. It was a big part of like their practice too, because I think that's one of the things we all struggle with, which is trying exactly that, right? Trying to control things that we have no control over reality, other people, you know, uh, just nature, things like that, yeah. you know, and it's like everything. And it's really funny that we can't seem to like grasp this concept that we don't, we only can control our, how we think our responses to things, you know, so forth and yeah. so on. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, communication. It's tough. Any any uh any helpful pointers on communication? I've been trying to do this more and I will admit that I'm not hundred percent successful at it, but it's been getting better. Is like when I feel like something's bothering me and I can identify what it is, because I'm not always sure, but when I can identify and like a thing needs to be a conversation needs to be had, just having it. Trying mm-hmm. to have it as soon as possible. And even when I'm scared and just get it the hell out of the way because I found that that's just like before I can start like imagining and ruminating on it and making it worse, if I can just get it over with, I always find that the result is better. I feel better and I don't have that anxiety and stress on my shoulders anymore. So that's mm. what I've been trying to do and it's been working pretty well. Yeah, that's a great one. Opening your mouth and just talking about it. Well, I'll give you an example, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was working for a client. I had something happen and it slowed down my project a little and I didn't feel like I didn't want to contact them and tell them because I was like, I should be feeling this. And then like, I was like, you know what? That's stupid. I'm an adult. Like, you know, I'm doing t-. so. I just called him right away, and then it was fine. Like, he, you know, totally understood. No problem. And actually, it was we ended up working out positive. So it was like, you know, it, mm-hmm. had I ruminated on that though, I might not have like that might have distracted me from continuing working or something. You know, like we forget how this influences us in other areas. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. Like, just take control and just talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, and I, I would say, uh, hmm communication yeah for for a lot of people communication comes down to shutting up that too Mm -hmm. listen it's it's so crazy like how many people will just like talk your ear off you'll say like hey what's up and then 30 minutes later they finally stop talking when i first started working uh at university as a faculty member you know i just got into it i was nervous you know because you're around other people have been doing this for years and I remember, like, when I first got there, I did, like would talk to these people and choose myself, but I wouldn't say anything about myself. And they would just go on and on. And, like, I realized, I was like, oh, I don't have to say anything, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got, all I got to do is listen and just go, yeah, uh-huh. You know, ask a question mm-hmm. here and there, and you're good. It's very funny. Like, people are very, yeah. like, energetic about that. Yeah, talking about themselves. Yeah, people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. So, anyways, there you have it. Quick little thing on communication why is it so gosh darn hard oh this is why i think it's so hard because by the time we actually get decent at it we die (laughs) it probably takes like 60 to 80 years to get effective at communication by the time you get there you're dead well you know what too i think as you get older i think i i don't know if this is you know accurate for everybody i feel like it gets easier because you you're less concerned about fitting in with everybody because you're you've found yourself more right so you're less, and I think that makes it easier because you, you have less stress about all these outside factors. 
and you've just yeah. survived so much stuff you just don't yeah. care anymore you're just like yeah. you know what if it doesn't work out i'm still just going to have hemorrhoids anyways so you know, well, you know it's, it it's like things, yeah it's like things we thought were the end of the world when we were 15 right we mm -hmm. realize they're like that's just tuesdays or whatever when you're mm -hmm. old, you know it's like no big deal yeah yep that, that, that is true cool yeah. so if you enjoyed this episode give it a like subscribe check us out on the podcasting wherever this is the existential Soak podcast <laughs> i'll see you later danny <laughs> <Get ready. laughs>